This is a Rooster Teeth production. Best wishes to my bogeys and boggles. Lurk on into the Stinky Dragon and buy our newest batch. The Oiler Maker. It's a pitch black potation of pummel putter porter with a shot of underdark vodka and topped with a few dimensional rift berries. This lubricating libation is slipperier than nailing ooze to a greasy wall. Previously, our adventurers learned more about Leonard Lank firsthand as each party member played the part of Spectral and partook in momentous memories from the Infinite's painful past. They quickly discovered Spectral's problematic plan of payback and parted ways in search of a peaceful approach at New Valros. Naturally, they ended up in prison. Pop yourself in place and let's delve into this dungeon crawl. Welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Stinky Dragon, this time taking place live from the new Valros dungeons. Oh. Like Barbara's clang 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 clang. It's on the bars. Are we in like are we in separate cells or are we on wall all in one cell together? And is there a dog outside the cells holding the keys that we can try to whistle for? Well, funny you should ask. You each find yourselves lying on a pile of damp hay in the dark. One look around tells you. You're each cramped in your own dank cell made of stone and secured with iron bars. Next to you is a splintered bucket in the corner of your cell, reeking of urine and who knows what else. You find yourselves without any of your equipment or weapons, and you're only wearing a uniform made of sackcloth and shackles around your wrists. Someone wet my hay. Bart makes this look good, <laughs> by the way. You want to make a you want to make a performance check on that? Yeah, let's see. Do Can I you make to- it look good? Does Mud have to make any checks for his wetting the bed? Roll, uh, roll a Will uh, Smith check. Performance. That is a fifteen. Hey, it looks it looks decent. It looks it looks better than every better than you would expect. It's a uh, it's not flattering at all. But uh, Bart knows uh, the the best way to to gussy himself up. I have mm. a question. It was that a long rest then that we've been since the last one since we were in prison? Now? <laughs> we take it uh, We woke up. I would say you all arrived at night and you needed to have your uh, mission completed by midnight. So we'll say it was a short rest. Oh. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, that's right. We're like on a... You're on a, you're on a time crunch. Very important that I remind this party of that. So we're in a cell. We're, we're, in, we're, in, our, we're in separate cells. Yes. I want to whistle. <laughs> you're going to whistle? Can I whistle my whistle? You don't have any of your equipment. But they don't... Hmm. Could you okay. could you whistle with your fingers? Yeah, I like that. Right now, the audience can't see it, but Chris just tried to start whistling. He like made the puckering <laughs> face to start whistling as well, Barbara prompted to, him to. But then I think I don't know if Gum Gum knows how to whistle, so I think he's gonna hoot like an owl. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay, the rest of you hear reverberating sounds of uh, Gum Gum howling, maybe in pain. <laughs> okay, the reverberating sounds of a madman. I think it's only right and appropriate for my character to do a strength test on the bars to see if he could break them. Uh, you want to do a strength check to try to like, you're talking about like just hulking out and bending the bars apart? That is exactly right. Miss Piggy could do it. That's right. Okay. I, I will say 
you can you can try, but don't forget your hands are manacled, so it's not like you have the full range of motion with your hands. Is Miss Piggy canonical to uh, Tales from the Stinky Dragon? <laughs> <laughs> I think she should be added. I think. She's the big bad evil guy. Y'all just yeah. haven't realized it yet. She's actually I'm going to get myself out of here. Or whatever she sounds like. I don't <laughs> that's pretty good. No, that's just like that. Then I want to hulk out of my manacles then. Just like you want to like pull your arms apart and try to like break the chain that's connecting the two manacles together. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Go ahead and uh, make a strength check. Okay. It's a nat 20 plus four, 24. Wow. I think I got it. You, you really give it your all. I mean, you feel great about it. You feel like the metal just starts bending ever so slightly, but you just can't get to that critical point where it fails and breaks apart. You feel like you were so close, though. Could we see if there's any sort of, like, gate or door that could be potentially picked? Yeah, there's a door with a lock right in the in the jail cell where the iron bars are. I got, I got something to do. I got something to do other than try to break metal. Uh, I could have done it. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but I, I kind of want to get a very accurate visual of what we're looking at. So we're in these cells, and then there's a door to our cells that is also locked. Correct. So we're behind our own locked cell doors inside of a, a jail area that then is also behind another locked door. So you all are in jail cells with iron bar. With, you know, one of the walls is iron bars, and in that wall of iron bars is a locked door. That's the only door. There is no second. There is no other door. So each of you is behind your own individual door. Right, right, right. Can I can I maybe like actually do something? Everyone's just so excited. I let you whistle. I let you pull manacles. Let me just do my thing. Because please. I know how this is gonna go, John. I was gonna try to pull mine and be the action hero, but no, you're gonna turn into a spider, and everyone's gonna go say, <laughs> "Oh, mud, you're our hero!" And then what? I'm just gonna be with a metal arm, and that's it. All right, on three, mud, you're on. He- you're our hero. <laughs> Nailed it. Guys, <laughs> just who, who, who? Okay. <laughs> Are there any, uh, is there's, there's a, there's no like keys hanging on the wall anywhere, like, like, uh, rescues down under style. You look around and you don't see any keys hanging on the wall. The way the cells are positioned, there's three cells on one side of the room and then two cells on the other side. So when you look around, you only see your, uh, party members in other cells. Okay. Last question that I'm actually taking in action. What's the lighting situation in here? It's an excellent question. There is a, like a lantern hanging from the ceiling between the, uh, the cells. So it's dimly lit with shadows? Yeah. Okay. Mud turns into a frog. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we were all expecting spider. Frog is a... (laughs) I like frog better. Have you you done frog before? No, I haven't. This is 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 Mud's premier frog. He says, hello there. Hello there. (laughs) Mud the frog here. Hi-ho. Just out of curiosity, where did you learn frog from? I'm trying to remember. It had to have been uh, the pet shop because it's in that list of animals. It's in that that chunk. It's between sea otter and badger when I listed it out. He's a pet mm. shop boy. Nice. So you're going to go ahead and uh, channel the energies to transform yourself into a frog. But for some reason, you feel like you can't get the energy to line up appropriately. <gasps> You go through all the motions, you say all the incantations, but you're just not feeling it. it things don't line up and it doesn't, it doesn't pop out. Mud, you're useless, like me. <laughs> you all hear pounding footsteps approaching from around the corner. A torch comes into view held by a super thick armor-clad Valrossian. As they walk closer, the torchlight shines upon their grizzled face and you notice a pronounced scar across their chin. They slowly parade past each of you, looking at all of you with fixed eyes. 
What happened to your face? The Valrossian uh, stops and looks at you, almost like uh, they're looking through you, Gum Gum, then asks you a question. Would you open an envelope that has the date of your death inside? Yeah. What? Hmm. Can, do you no. ha- can I have it? Uh, perhaps soon. The Valrossian continues walking around and approaches Bart and asks, Would you be friends with yourself? Uh, I got a question for you first. Does this sack make me look fat? (laughs) (laughs) The Valrossian uh, leans over to uh, one of the other Valrossian guards and whispers in their ear. The Valrossian continues walking around and approaches Kyborg. I never answered the question. (laughs) Uh, and asks, If you committed a crime to feed your hungry child, are you a bad person, or did you commit the crime out of necessity? I don't know how many children I have, so I don't know if I can answer this question appropriately. Uh, But watch this as I try to break these manacles, and then can I do another strength check? Sure, go for it. You you do know if you fail this strength check, Gus is going to make you poop your pants. It's an 18. (laughs) Only if you rolled a 1. That's what I'm saying. That like that's that's the pulling against something and failing strength check. They were so weakened from the last one that I think I got it this time, Gus. Can we make a, a video about that? Like when you fail a strength check and you poop your pants? <laughs> I think we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just exerting so much energy, <sighs> comes out in the wrong direction. No, I'm sorry, Kyborg. 18. You try. Uh, you feel like maybe your uh, your muscles are somewhat weaker after your earlier attempt, and uh, you're not able to get the necessary leverage. The Valrossian, though, has a smile across their face, watching you try to break the manacles. I impressed him. I impressed him, everyone. The Valrossian walks over to Sleek and asks, What do you do differently from other people? Sleek looks at him a little confused and just replies, Well, I don't mean to brag, but I'm pretty good at playing the loot. I can find things. So confident. I'm a real people person. Everyone likes me, especially Kyborg. Ask him. False. <laughs> false, you hear from the next cell over. <laughs> it's weird. The The word false in Valrossian means true. It's crazy. It's just, I don't know. Well, today's 100 Fest, so it's opposite day in New Valros. <laughs> no. The Valrossian uh, does not continue listening to Sleek and just walks away. Kind of like a Valrossian. <laughs> walks over to Mud and asks, If your partner never finds out that you accidentally cheated on them, would you tell them about it? Uh, Mud, Mud uh, rears back in confidence and goes, To seek the Holy Grail! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Valrossian signals to the uh, two guards, that were uh, with them and uh, proclaims to you all, I am Unfri Odom, the warden of these dungeons. You are prisoners that have been found guilty of conspiracy against the crown of V. King Yorn. Therefore, you will be executed at dawn for treason as the evidence found against you was quite damning. Warden Odom gives a knowing look at Mud. Welcome to Nuvalros. I hope you enjoy your stay. It will be brief. Odom <laughs> chuckles as they walk away around the corner. Can I call after them? Do I do I really have a child though? <laughs> am I am I a father? Uh, the two guards unlock Sleek's cell and 
grab him and drag him out following Warden Odom. No, please. Anyone but me. I, I, I won't survive. Please. Anyone. Entrance. Help me. Kleborg, uh, my friend. <laughs> Did they already leave? Yes. Okay, never mind. No, not sleek. No, did please you, did stop. You have something to, to I was going to try to cast suggestion on him, but he's gone already. <laughs> nice to meet you. Uh, so uh, uh, I can't help but notice that they stared right at you, Mud, when they uh, claimed that we were guilty of crimes. What did you do? What did you take? <laughs> I'll never tell. Who'd you piss <laughs> off? <laughs> Omulet. <laughs> It's probably it's I don't know I, it's got to be when I had the uh, the um, the ants, uh, f- bloody hell uh, <laughs> <laughs> you did it blame yes it's like a damn virus mm-hmm. um, it's probably they think that I hurt them all when they were all all those Valrassians were under control but still uh, I, I gave a lot of boo boos to Valrassians so maybe I don't know hmm. I don't know I have no idea what the hell you were talking about mud. When I had I had the amulet, and then on our on our escape out of uh, oh from Brumafume, that's Brumafume. right. Brumafume. Okay, so maybe since the Brumafume. DM has no idea what I'm talking about, maybe that's not I just, it. No, I just I just <laughs> didn't know what you were referencing. I was like, what what is that? Micah knew. Micah sent me a message. Brumafume. Like, oh right, right, Brumafume. Yeah, I, I was, my only assumption is that either that or they just don't like druids. I think it's the amulet. I, I think. think- did they they do they take sleek? They just took sleek, right? Yeah, they they took sleek away. Okay, okay. How do you feel? How does Kyborg feel about that? Oh, as they were taking him, I thought that they took him. I said, no, stop, wait, please don't, like unenthusiastically, as my way of saying, you can have him. It's like a uh, Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. No, no don't, don't. Wait. <laughs> oh no, our sleek, he's broken. <laughs> so so does John? D- d- does Mud still have on the amulet? Can't. If I'm if I'm stripped of everything, yeah, no, you all have nothing. All of your equipment is taken. That would be where we'll leave you this piece of jewelry, okay? <laughs> everything else, we'll give this to you. But you look too cute in it. Yeah, the only thing that was taken was Gum Gum's whistle. <laughs> right. So, uh, how are we going to get out of jail, my team? Can I do a perception check of my cell to see if there's any weak spots? I was looking for lock picks to pick. Yeah, well, I mean, there is one in the uh, jail cell door that opens up. There is a lock there. But uh, it's not a perception check. Blaine, it would be a, an investigation check. Copy that. I, I, and I do have dark vision as, a, as an elf, so I, I can see in this dimly lit room very well. <laughs> All right, we'll go ahead and make a, an investigation check, see what you, uh, see what you find. You got negative one. Dang it. Little 16. Not bad. 16. Yeah, yeah. Is there a particular part of the cell you want to focus on, or are you just looking like in general? I think in general, maybe focusing on the door because that's my exit. But if there's like a window that I could crawl through, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, there's no windows per se. Focusing on the door, you're looking around, really investigating, trying to find a way out of the cell. And as you're looking through the door, you see a small, rusty, unlit candle holder atop a small table between two of the cells across from where you are. Can I fit my arms through the bars to reach it? It's out of your reach. It's uh, it's uh, like across the hallway uh, on the other end. So you can't get to it, but whoever's in the northern cells would be able to reach it. Uh, it's over by where Bart and Mud are. <laughs> can, can Bart's okay. little short arms reach it? Well, I guess maybe Bart can't because uh, his arms aren't quite equipped Bart's for this kind of thing. Bart's got mage hand. Use it. Could I use mage hand? 
uh, yeah, what do you want to do? I mean, I guess uh, we're, we're assuming here, Kyborg, uh, Kyborg I assume uh, you tell them. I say, uh, B-Daddy, M-Dog, we're using our prison names. Uh, there's a there's <laughs> a thing we can use as a weapon in or lockpick next to you guys. What was it again, Kyborg? B-Daddy and M-Dog? No, 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 what was the item? <laughs> uh, it was a rusted candle holder. Oh, he yeah. Oh, he had it, yeah, he was listening. You got it. Yeah, making sure. Wait, I, I'm not in the first grade, Gus. So I can remember three <laughs> minutes ago. I'm in the second grade. I'll have you know. Yes. <laughs> I know my numbers to 20. And I should be in the third, but I was held back. <laughs> I actually was. Uh, <laughs> Bart, you want to cast Mei-chan? I guess you like peek your head around to like try to see what he's talking about. Yeah. And you want to try to cast Mei-chan to grab at it? Yes, please. Okay, you channel the Eldritch energies and focus them to try to uh, cast Mage Hand, but it just seems like the spell doesn't work. Like, it doesn't even fizzle. It doesn't even get to the point where you're manifesting any energy. You feel like you're in a like a negative space. <laughs> Mud turns to Bart and goes, it happens to old men. It's okay. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's quite common. It's quite common. Can I do my uh, magic awareness and see if I can see anything around us that might be causing anything? To action, you can open up your awareness to presence of concentrated magic, and then until the end of your turn, you know the location of any spell or magic item within 60 feet that isn't behind total cover. When you sense a spell, you learn which school of magic it belongs to. Yeah, you try to open up your awareness to the presence of magic around you. It's the closest that Gum Gum gets to meditating, probably. <laughs> and uh, you feel nothing. You know, like if you were using your eyes, I guess the analogy would be like if the lights were off. You feel like the absolute absence of magic altogether. Almost like there's some kind of anti-magic space that you're in. <laughs> the greatest joke right now, I just realized, due to our history with these things, is if you left all of these cell doors unlocked and we didn't just try to open a cell door. <laughs> that would be funny. Right. <laughs> Mud just Queen. puts a ginger hand out just to see if the door opens with a touch. <laughs> Uh, you you put your hand out and press against the door, uh, and it does not open. Uh, good news, everybody! All the doors are actually locked. I've, we've, we we have actually you tried the have handle. To... <laughs> Just it's funny you say that, John. I really thought about that. I was like, it would be really hilarious if the doors were unlocked and you guys just didn't try to open them. Yeah, because yeah, to be fun. clear, Kyborg's only been trying to break his manacles. He hasn't even been trying to break the door yet. So yeah. we haven't even tried the door. So there, I did it. I've removed a possibility. So. What are the manacles attached to? And what, is there anyone else in the space or can we call out to anyone? The manacles, you know, it's like typical manacles. It's like handcuffs, but with a longer chain uh -huh. between the two of them. Uh, you know, there are uh, wide pieces of metal that are latched around each of your wrists. And then in the middle is a long chain that goes down to similar manacles on your ankles. Hmm. Now to get sidetracked from Kyborg's finding, uh, can Mud reach out and try to get the candlestick thingy? Yeah, you reach out. It's a little bit of a stretch. I'm a big boy. Maybe. I mean, you, I feel like you'd have to make a check of some kind because it's like right at your fingertips. Let's just roll a dex check just to see. Okay, Mr. Fantastic check. Just to make sure you don't like knock it off the table or something. That's a nat 20, 22. Ooh, oh. that's a good roll. Okay, yeah. You have to like push it a little bit to get it rocking back and forth. Then, you know, as it's rocking towards you, you're able to grab it. It's a neat little trick that no one seems to appreciate, but uh, yourself, Mud. And yeah, uh, you grab onto this uh, small, rusty, unlit candle holder. Make a shiv. Well, I was going uh, to say, um, Kaiborg, you have mm. uh, lock-picking skills. I think this might be better in your hands. Uh, 
I want to clarify that that means you throwing the candle, which is doing a check, and then mm -hmm. it's me catching the candle holder, which is also doing a check. Are are you are you backing away from some sort of uh, challenge? You all start to hear uh, footsteps approaching and voices talking. Ah! It's in the distance, but it seems to be getting louder. I throw I throw the candlestick. Holder. I catch the candlestick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's make some checks. Mud, go ahead and make. Eh, let's just do another dexterity check. Why not? I know what you're gonna say, but Mud tries to slap his butt and see if the energy's there. <laughs> uh, you slap your butt and no. Uh, you, you, I mean, you, you get a nice little butt slap, but no magical energy seem to be working. But you get the placebo effect. <laughs> You've just taken everything <laughs> from us. You've taken <laughs> everything. You just feel like you feel a little more confident. Like, yeah, I do have a nice butt. So this is for the toss. <laughs> I'm going to roll that again. That was a one. Oh, no. um, <laughs> oh do you have an inspiration dice? I'm going to use a nice little inspiration dice right now and uh, and try that again. That's, yes, a, that's, that's a 19. That's, that's a 19. Okay. Yeah, that's much, much better. It's much better for you. I would have known it been really funny if you kept the one. All right. So uh, Mud uh, tosses the unlit candle holder in a graceful arc across the small hallway over towards Kyborg's cell. Kyborg, do you catch it? Roll a, roll a dex check. Dex or athletics? <laughs> Let's do decks. Like how you keep trying to like, convince them to let him you do your other ones. Plus five, dude. You got this. Ah! Oh god. I, <laughs> I I'm gonna re-roll that. So you rolled a five. I rolled you have a, a plus five. five, which is ten. Yeah. And are you gonna use an inspiration die to re-roll that? Yeah. Alright, go for it. That's a little bit better. 18. Okay. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. <laughs> so it it comes across in a slow, graceful arc. And uh, you reach out and snatch it out of the air very quickly uh, and pull it in, into your cell. So the whole thing went down silently. Not a single noise was made. And just in time, because as you catch it and bring the candle holder into your cell, Kyborg, two Valrossian guards on patrol come around the corner and start walking down the hallway between the cells. They don't seem to really be paying attention to you. They're, uh, they're in a conversation with each other, uh, walking down uh, the aisle, just kind of quickly glancing over you guys, making sure you all are still in your cells. That's, that's a, that's a lo lovely moment. The coast clear. They make a circle through and then turn around and start walking back in the direction they came from. I do one of those smiles where I just go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to describe it for our audio listeners. Uh, I, my eyes browser are raised and I'm nodding uh, my head. Just, for anyone who doesn't know, it's the classic white people smile as you pass them <laughs> on the sidewalk. <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs> Lips pursed. Yep. My girlfriend and I were talking last night about how that smile is 100% negated in a world where we have masks on all the time. And I still yeah. catch myself doing yeah, you, it. You just have to squint your eyes kind of. Yeah. Go like, yeah. <laughs> you look like Robert De Niro. Yeah, make your cheeks <laughs> real big so they bulbous through your mask. Yeah. Okay. So they've left. You hear their, uh, their footsteps fading away. Barbara just keeps doing that smile. Uh, you hear their footsteps uh, fading away. All right. I, I leap into action. I uh, I guess I take a look at this candle holder and I try to find like the smallest points on it to that I can use as a lock pick. I have actually, I can actually pick a lock. I have picked locks in my house. So I feel like I only need like two smaller uh, pieces. Have you ever picked a lock in your house with a candle holder? <laughs> good question. What, what kind of a skill check would this be under typically? To craft. This would be like blacksmithing. <laughs> That's to make a lock, lock picks out of a, a candle holder? I don't have that on my skill sheet. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I think you 
I stick it in. I, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like there's a way to do oh, it. Oh, good. Now I found I found a feature in D and D Beyond to add a custom skill. I'm plus thirty blacksmithing now. If you just want it. Ooh. Ooh. Now you just need a forge, a hammer, an anvil, a fire. We have stove. all that stuff, but not with us. Yeah, you got taken. It got taken from you. Describe the candle holder. You know what's his name? Lumiere from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Gonna Google him. Yeah, like that. Bart knows all about this. It's like a candelabra. Well, not like a candle, but like a uh, candle holder you would picture like on a, a table. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Candelabras are like big and hanging from the ceiling, uh, right? Maybe, yeah. It's a chandelier. Like this is just like on top of on top of a table or on top of like a piano. It's like a starter uh, menorah. Yes, with three <laughs> that holds three candles. You know, it's like you're not ready for the real menorah yet, so you just get the starter, and that's and then you work your way up. Does he want us to be his guest by any chance? This candle holder. Yeah. Hey. Will he come to life and help us pick this lock, perhaps? Yes. With his friend Cogsworth? French. <laughs> you can't just say the word French and that's like your <laughs> reference. And they don't even... <laughs> it wouldn't even be French in French, would it? Wouldn't it be like Francois? Francais. 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 Well, I, what you described, there are long, skinny arms to it, right? All of those things that you said... And those are exactly what I would need. That end in wide open half spheres that you put candles in. Yeah, well, I'm strong as heck. So I, what if I broke those pieces off to then forge, to then like just have the pieces that I need? I just basically need two sure. metal. So toothpicks. I guess like what you would do then is like the half sphere where the candle goes in, you just like start bending it back and forth to like break that part off. So you're left with like a little you metal. You said it was rusty. Pick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Uh, go ahead and make a strength check and see if uh, you can <laughs> break it and bend it to your will. Yeah, I think I can do a strength check. Check, guys. Please. Oh God, that's a ten. Dang it! You, <laughs> you butthole. You giant one-armed butthole. This is what happens when you don't let certain people with certain skills do certain things. In this game. <laughs> do so you strong. have Do you have skills that we should have let you do this with? All the skills. I'm so skilled. <laughs> Bard is a jack of all trades. Bards can do everything. Can can we can we can we uh gamble another toss? <laughs> Let me sing this lock open. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> What's really funny about Kyborg rolling a 10 here is, you know, I, I chat with Ben and Mike on the side here, is that I told them I would have given you the candle toss at the 10 that he rolled initially. I felt like he used that inspiration die unnecessarily earlier. Oopsie, too late. Why would you tell me that? We're just being thorough. <laughs> Can I look at my no, I... my bucket of um of slop and see if there's anything in it? A poop. Sure, make an investigation check. Okay. I still want to try to break that thing. I'd like to give it another go. I just didn't have a good angle on it the first time my hand slipped. Yeah. That's a four? Uh, no, it's really disgusting gum gum. There's nothing in there that you can find. Now your hands are dirty. Okay, well, I'm still going to keep it. Everyone make a note not to touch Gum Gum's hands until that boy finds a wash. Don't shake hands. Yeah. All right, uh, go ahead and make another strength check, Kyborg. Okay, this time I really, I, I uh, flex my core and I really put my back into it. God, God it's a seven. <laughs> it's worse. Yikes, it's dude. worse. Your muscles are just getting weaker and weaker. It's the magic of this sh- the cell, I guess. <laughs> my friends, I'm withering away. Is there any chance you have, like, secret stuff hidden in your fake arm? You know, I considered, like, ah, my arm is a lockpick, but then that's, like, Gus would kill me. 
Go, go, gadget. <laughs> no offense. It's a little Chris of me to do that. I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know what, I don't know what to do to make you be stronger. I want to do another <laughs> Could strength Could I check. Uh, give you maybe a bardic inspiration or something? So it's, a- interest, it's interesting you say that, Barbara. We're having a side discussion over here trying to figure out whether or not bardic inspiration works in this case. And based on the research we're doing right now, we're, get, we're, we're thinking, yes, that you could, that bardic <gasps> inspiration actually does work uh, in situations like this. Okay. Could I cast bardic inspiration on Kyborg, but could I do it where I, I do finger guns at him? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm probably too far away to, to slap him on the butt. Yeah. Uh, just for reference, I don't like the word cast in this context because you can't cast, but you can use bardic inspiration. Use it. Yeah, my bad. Yes. No, no, no. It's just, I, I just want to be clear for like audio listeners. Yeah. Uh, you shoot some finger guns at Kyborg. Do you say like pew pew or anything? Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I, I I do it too many times. I go pew 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 pew. <laughs> so he's so inspired. You know? <laughs> I'm reading the stuff about bardic inspiration just out of curiosity. And I like this part where it says, you might have a quick limerick. So, Barbara, if you ever want to pull out a quick limerick to give us bardic inspiration, I am here for it, okay? Uh. <laughs> here here it comes. Trapped in a cell with all my bros. We gotta get out. Let's go, go, goes. Ooh. I don't think that's a conventional limerick, but I'll take it. So, yeah, Bart sings his little limerick and sings some pew-pews over in the direction of Kyborg. And Kyborg, you basically gain... A 1d6 inspiration die for the next 10 minutes. Sweet. All right, another strength tech, chest check to <laughs> see if I can break this thing. All right. First try. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, it was my last part of inspiration. It's a 12 plus, plus one. Ah! It's a 13 total. 13. Uh, yeah, well, no, no. Well, maybe all these attempts at trying to break off parts of the, of the candle holder have fatigued the metal but it's you're finally able to to get it to bend to your will and pop off those little cups that actually hold handles i think i fatigued my party <laughs> you're left with small pieces of metal sticking out okay we're not even done with you doing checks to get out well, of the cell <laughs> so i to be clear do i i wanted to break off the individual like cups so that i have basically what is it would look like a tiny plunger right like it's just i just need like two yeah long pieces toothpick or you know yeah okay all right so now i'm gonna go about trying to pick my lock yeah go ahead and make a sleight of hand check go ahead and make your first of four successful sleight of hand checks 15 all right yeah you stick the broken piece of metal into the lock you fiddle with it you think you're not really making any progress but after just a couple of seconds uh the lock clicks open (gasps) I did it. All right. So I. <laughs> you seem so, so I, happy. That's in I character. Push, that's in I character. He said that. the door open. And then I just kind of waltz out. Shh. Hey, oh, be, quiet, be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. There's Valrossians coming around. And then I kind of, you know, I'm like, yeah, big guy on campus. You know, I might flex my arm muscle and, you know. Uh, yeah. Escape the jail cell with my bros. <laughs> now we're gonna go, go, goes. All right, Bart, you get you get first up. I go over to Bart's to uh, pick their lock. All right, yeah, go ahead and make a sleight of hand check. Barbara's 
Bardic inspiration sounds like the people that come to school and try to convince you not to take drugs with their right. raps. <laughs> All right, kids, we're going to rap. Bart's like a hype man, like <laughs> just trying to make you feel good. I rolled a one. Yeah, Kyborg, you try to pick the lock and it's just not working. You break one of the pieces of metal you were using as a lock pick. So you're only left with the other one at this point. You only have one one left. Do I, can I break off the other, how many candle, candle holder things are on this candelabra Three. thing? Three? Three. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm going to use a strength check to break the third one off. Yeah? You still have one that works, he just yeah, said. Yeah, you still, L- you still do have one that works. So do another sleight of hand check. Oh, I guess I'm kind of adding myself here, but you do need to. Shut up. Okay, okay, sleight of hand. <laughs> The DM is saying. Yeah, these are simple locks. 24. 24, you nail it. Something, you know, clicks in your mind and you're able to very quickly, almost as soon as you put the broken piece of candle holder in there, it just, the lock just pops up. Something clicks your mind. It's like something clicks inside the lock. Whose door was this? It was Bart's. Uh, Bart's. Now I go over to Gum Gums. Hi. And then I say, I'll be right back. And then I go over to Muds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then Gum Gum throws his bucket of filth at Kyborg. No, no, I, Gum Gum wouldn't do that. Go, go ahead and give yourself another inspiration by Kyborg. That was. Yeah. Funny. All right. I rolled a 14. All right. So you try to open Muds, and no, it's just not working. You're not able to, to pop this door open. Is this maybe a more complex lock? I don't know. You're going to use that dice? I'll just give it another go. I mean, it hasn't broken, right? Yeah. Give it another oh, go. Okay. Oh, okay. You know, it's that's a nine. God. Nine. No. <laughs> I'm just gonna maybe Gum Gum, you know, put some bad juju on you for you like taunting him like that. I didn't. I'm gonna give it one more go, one more go, and then and then if, and then I'll go over to Gum Gums if this doesn't work out. That's ah, a one. I think it's uh, that's uh, uh, mud lives here now. Uh, you have uh, broken your remaining lockpick. <laughs> I, okay. I really do actually, this is actually helpful. I'll say this is helpful. Kyborg needed to be brought down a few pegs and just to have some failures in his life for us all to be able to remind him of when he's in those moments of sheer yeah. unearned confidence. Make sure, make sure you write all of these down for future reference. Yeah. Bart, uh, I should have mentioned when you stepped out, you feel like you're back in touch with magic now that you stepped out. Oh. oh, interesting. Okay. So do I have one more candle thing to break off to potentially make another lockpick? Sure, yes. Bart, okay. use magic. Uh, <laughs> help, help, <can> help, <laughs> help. I don't know if I have any magic that could do that kind of stuff. Do anything, fire it all. <laughs> this, this, this this, stupid rain fighter. What are you? You're a fighter. You fight like a ranger, which is why I always think you're a ranger. I'm a fighter. Yeah, same here. Yeah, uh, you rolled a 12. Yeah, you're able to... Uh, to fashion one more lockpick out of the third arm of the candle holder. Okay. And then I walk back over. <laughs> I'm just really sweating. I'm getting some bad performance anxiety. Uh, Kyborg <laughs> is right now. But Can I, Bart, I, like, charm Kyborg into actually being good at this? Is that, like, an option? <laughs> is that possible? Could I um, actually cast suggestion for Kyborg to not be stressed out and nervous and be more confident? Oh, no, that's smart. I feel so good now. Wow. I don't know if that'll actually but, do anything no. other than waste a spell slot. Bart Bart is just going up to Kyborg and doing ASMR in his ear just to calm him down. Could Bart come up to Kyborg and like be like, hey, 
and then like he motions with his fingers for him to like kind of crouch down because Bart's very short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Bart puts his his hands on Kyborg's shoulders, like mm-hmm. on his like traps, and he starts massaging it. And he goes, "Listen, buddy, all right, mm-hmm. you're doing great. Okay, nice. just uh, just relax. You're so okay. tense. You're so tense." Yeah. Uh oh, yeah, it, yeah. Okay. You know what, Kyborg? He's right. You are tense. You got this. This all seems fine to you. All right, uh, all right. Yeah, you, you you get it. You get advantage on the next check. Oh, oh yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> I go up to Mud's door. Pull out my one lockpick. B is for bard. B is for best. It's a 20 plus 5, 25. Yeah, I didn't even need yeah. it. Nailed it. Bar has magical hands. Let's get out of here, team. <laughs> you just look at the lock and it like unlocks. It pops open. <laughs> he winks at it and it just falls apart. <laughs> Mud slaps Kyborg, but slaps him on the face. <laughs> gives him uh, guidance and says, yeah. go get gum gum. Yeah, but he's also obviously as, as Mud steps out of the cell, he feels uh, in touch with magic again, like he's not cut off. Okay. All right. Now I go over to gum gum and say, hey, hey, big guy. Hey. Hey. And then I. Who wanna... are you? Okay. It's... Well, I rolled a seven plus five plus. D4. Uh, there you go. Here comes and the four. It's the pyramid Whoa. one. It's a one. It's a 13. Mm, no, no. The lock seems to have the best of you. All right. One more sleight of hand. Here we go. I got to put my back into it. 13 plus five, 18. There it is. The lock pops open and Gum Gum is free with his dirty hands. Gum Gum. Hi. High five. Bart, Bart runs up to hug him. I've missed you. It's cute. I miss you too. I would say that Kyborg saved the day, but I just, I don't even want that anymore. I, I'm just <laughs> embarrassed. It really was a group effort in the end. Yeah. I became very good friends with the wall. We wore friendship bracelets. Oh, what did they look like? Uh, well, it would look like a wall. No, your friendship bracelets, gum gum. <laughs> oh, it Perfect. looked like my friendship Perfect. bracelets, but they were attached to the wall. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool, buddy. Proud of you. Hold on. Is Gumbo with me? No, Gumbo is not with you. Gumbo's missing. I'm ki- I, Mud's going to kill every every walrus in this place until we find Gum- Gumbo. <laughs> they, are, they are dead. I know we're on a diplomatic mission, but this is shame. Killing okay. all the walruses to avenge the Ishbjorn? I don't know. That might be bad. <laughs> Killing all the walruses to find Gumbo? Oh, it's on. Uh, ben just called you Mudwick. <laughs> no, don't take a druid's pet badger. Everyone knows that. Don't wear white after Labor Day and don't steal a druid's badger. Hey, everyone. Don't forget to give us a follow on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at StinkyDragonPod. We're always looking for fantasy slash D&D tavern drinks for our intros, uh, for our bartender to talk about. Uh, maybe some magic items you could send us that the party could come across in their travels. Uh, if you have any ideas, go ahead and send them to us. Use hashtag StinkyDragonPod. It might end up in the show, and you might end up in the show, because we take names for NPCs from people who send us stuff on social media, like Warden Unfree Odom, who's named after at John Lee Odom, uh, Sour Amy, named after at Sour Brune, Jada J, named after at Blue J22, Hairless Hutch, named after at Isaac Hutchinson, Charming Channing, named after at Channing Sherman. Oh, and don't forget, Princess Packrat is named after at Rat Princess Art. And also, we have some new merch out at store.roosterteeth.com. We've got a couple of shirts. Uh, we got a roll for back flip shirt and a party uh, character art shirt. Both are great. Please check them out at store.roosterteeth.com.
The Matrix Resurrections is a continuation of the story of the first Matrix film starring Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss reunited as Neo and Trinity. It's an unexpected expansion of their story that ventures back into the Matrix and even further down the rabbit hole. And in this mind-bending new adventure, the world is more provocative, reality is more subjective than ever, uh, but all you need to see the truth is to free your mind. In The Matrix Resurrections, return to a world of two realities, one, everyday life, the other, what lies behind it. To truly know himself to find out if his reality is a physical or mental construct, Neo will have to choose to follow the white rabbit once again. And if he's learned anything, it's that choice, while an illusion, is still the only way out of or into the Matrix. Neo already knows what he has to do, but what he doesn't know is that the Matrix is stronger, more secure, and more dangerous than ever before. Deja vu. Watch The Matrix Resurrections in theaters and on HBO Max at the link in the description on December 22nd. So are we out of the prisons now? We're all out? Yeah, you're all out. Where you are in this hallway, there's only one exit that you see out to the east. I'm going to do something just to preemptively. I'm casting Pass Without a Trace. Okay. Is that on all of us? Uh, yeah, it's a veil of shadows and silence, radiates. We all get plus 10 on, on stealth checks. Cool. On decks. Okay. Plus 10 on decks. Really overpowered spell. It is, but it we're, is. we're literally trying to escape a jail. Feels like a good time to use it. Yeah, excellent. Gum Gum wanted to go and collect the the doo-doo's buckets from and combine them into one big doo-doo bucket or at least two why though what's going on what's gum the gum's plan got there? a plan okay all right oh i keep my distance from gum gum also okay. i still have the rest of that candle thing which at this point it's probably like a bludgeon right i mean it's the yeah. base of the candle you could you could probably do that okay gum gum do you want to combine all the buckets into one bucket or two buckets i think two Okay, you're going to take two buckets. Bart, do you have disguising abilities? Do you have magic or is it just a... Uh, I have invisibility. Um, okay, I didn't know. I also usually have a disguise kit, but it's not. I imagine okay. it's not on me right couldn't now. couldn't remember if you had the Correct. spell or anything like that. Mudcast disguise self to look like one of the Valrossian guards. Ooh, smart. Don't come look. It's one of the Valrossians. You got to hit him with the poop bucket. Stop. <laughs> Maybe Stop. make it so it seemed like I'm having to go take out the poo-poo. That's what I was thinking. You guys are all manacled still, right? Yeah, every, everyone would be manacled still. Yeah, you could probably transform out of your manacles, right? Because you're still manacled too, technically. Yeah. Unless you I turn guess. into a frog. I guess I, I, guess I could. like hide those and, and pretend to be like taking us somewhere else like as prisoners? Okay, I'm just gonna, I guess I'm using a ton of magic right now. Uh, mud turns into frog. Manacles have to fall off if I'm frog. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so mud turns back into furbog, furbog, uses disguise self, looks like a Valrossian guard, and I've got my three prisoners. <laughs> okay. One, the one apparently has buckets full of poo poo. Ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, mud's frog debut. Da da. <laughs> just blip blip. Just a little yeah, down. Yeah, I up. like that. You just went. <laughs> <laughs> just the accordion is your body. <laughs> Well, then I, I want to hide my uh, candelabra thing. Candle holder? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Easy enough. You can hide it in your sack. My butt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like us using the word sack and butt so close together <laughs> like this. <laughs> Let's get moving. Uh, op- open the door to Kaibar. Get He's got you got the uh, the lockpick. Get it. Well, there is no door. It's just a hallway off to the east. You can, you can oh, all okay. walk down. Then let's walk. Okay. You reach the end of the cell block and climb a small set of stairs. You reach the top and find yourself at the far corner of another cell block with three small jail cells. 
Along the hallway is a small bench and a table outside the cells. Uh, further down the hall, there appear to be some more steps leading upwards. Is there anybody in the jail cells? Yeah, you take a look, and it appears that there are three prisoners uh, in the respective cells. So one pris- there are three prisoners, three cells, one prisoner in each cell. Mud starts walking forward and pulling the uh, his team and just yelling out, Dead man walking! Dead man, dead man walking, and just like trying to make it through the, del- the All jail. All of a sudden, cells. the Valrosians are, are Texans. <laughs> <laughs> dead man walking here, fellas. Go ahead and make a performance check. Ah, oh, damn it! I knew you would have to do that. Fifteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems all right. You walk past the cells, and the individuals in the cells look up and give you mean looks, Mud, uh, as you walk by, and they they're examining uh, the party members. I wink at them. <laughs> And Gum Gum's super nervous because he thinks there's a zombie around now. God. Dead, dead, dead man walking. There we On go. the long table, was there any equipment or gear or anything? You can make an investigation check. That is a 14. Yeah, you see uh, an unlit oil lantern on that small table between the jail cells. Cool. You need some oil? I mean, Gum Gum could stick it in his poop bucket. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> he is a hoarder. What are you going to do with it, Gum Gum? You grab the unlit oil lantern yeah but wait you have a poop bucket in each hand how are you gonna grab like what is what is this i can carry two poop buckets in one hand they have handles right okay yeah yeah all right so you put two poop buckets in one hand and then use the other hand to grab the oil lantern yeah and can i look at the other uh prisoners and see if they look friendly and say hi <laughs> yeah one of them's watching you it's a bugbear uh, and he sees you grab the oil lantern uh and he starts talking to mud saying Hey, guard, look at him. He's uh, he's taking a lantern. That slaps Gum Gum. Oh. <laughs> put put that that down. Put it down. Okay, I put it down. Didn't I do a good job, guard? Yes. Can't you let me out? You'll have double uh, rations tonight. Teacher's pet. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> Snitch. Snitch. <laughs> and we keep walking. Okay. As you all continue walking away, the bugbear who ratted out Gum Gum says, uh, don't forget, that's extra rations for Jaded J. For who? Jaded J? Jaded J. That's, yep. And, and Copy. Wh- what's your name? I say to the other one. You look over and uh, the one you ask is actually uh, an orc. Maybe that's why you notice her. Uh, her. It's a female orc. She's looking at you and uh, she says, I'm Sour Amy. Hey, Sour Amy. Why are you in prison? Uh, I was stealing candy from infants. Oh, Classic. Yeah. Gum Gum's a half-orc, right? Yeah. She gets up close to the jail cell bars, and she kind of whispers to you, Gum Gum, Hey, you want some candy? <laughs> yeah. No. Don't uh, <laughs> she uh, she uh, quickly moves away, then loosens a, a rock in her jail cell and pulls out a little pouch and comes back over to you and puts uh, two small pieces of rock candy in your hand. Oh, yummy. Thank you. Just keep that between us. <laughs> Okay, do you want some poop bucket? <laughs> uh, I've got one already. Thank you. Though. Okay. I, I, <laughs> do you want some poop bucket? <laughs> Give me a slice. I'll never forget this. What was your name? What was her name? <laughs> Sour Amy. Sour uh, Amy. And, and, and you are? I'm Gum Gum Galindor. I'm sure we're going to meet again on the outside, Gum Gum. <laughs> yeah. You can pay me back by putting in a good word with the guard. Yeah, I'll make sure I'll, we won't leave without you. Well, <laughs> you're leaving? Are you all being freed? No. Oh, 
I just mean when I get released from prison. I have it eight years since. Oh, <laughs> uh, what did you do? Well, I ate a baby. You <laughs> ate a baby? How did it? How did it taste? Were they delicious? No, it took my candy, so then I ate it. Oh, that's a good one. Oh. What kind of candy was it? It was uh, it's a candy. I was imagining us walking past these cells, and this was like the brief five feet that Gum Gum had to talk, but now we're just standing there watching <laughs> Gum Gum talk to Sour Amy. Just looking back and forth between the two. They were Sour Patch Kids. Oh, those are my favorite. I love Sour Candy. That's why I call myself oh, no, Sour no. Amy. No, no, the no, the kids, they were sour. They were sour patch kids. They tasted very sour when I ate them. Oh, delicious. Mm. Anyway, bye, Amy. Uh, let's go. That's 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 a very nice little time meeting your friend. Let's go. Go. Let's go, prisoner. Somehow I feel like Sour Amy's gonna come in handy some at some point. And Jaded J. Wait. So there's a third one. Can I size that person up? Yeah. You look in the third cell, and there's a, a lizard folk there, who's just staring at you all. The lizard folk doesn't seem to have said anything yet. You don't know if uh, if they speak or not. Life's tough in the clink, eh? The lizard folk looks at you and says, Yeah, tell me about it. They've got the wrong guy. I didn't do anything. What are you in for? They claim that I snuck into the barber shop to steal hair. I mean, who steals hair? That doesn't make any sense. So what'd you do then? What'd you actually do? Nothing. I didn't do anything. They're just out to get me because lizard folk don't have hair. So they assume that I would have a hair obsession or that I would dream of wearing hair like uh, like some of you folk do. Interesting. It seems like you might actually wish you had hair, my friend. Yeah, sounds like uh, some unresolved issues here. (laughs) The lizard folk reaches out a scaly arm and says, Hairless Hutch, uh, what might your name be? Kyborg. Kyborg. Yeah, yeah. Mm, You got some nice looking hair, Kyborg. Okay, Hairless Hutch, that's enough. We'll (laughs) see you later, bud. (laughs) I think that guy actually did what he's accused of. (laughs) I think so too, (laughs) Mark. I'd like to I'd like to pull out a little bit of my hair and give it to him. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. You pull out some hair and give it to Hairless Hutch. Uh the the look on his face is like you put gold pieces in his hands. Uh then he quickly runs to the back of the cell and you can't see what he's doing, but it seems like he's stashing the hair behind the bucket. He's making a hair doll. Absolutely 100%. He's making a wig. <laughs> and I try and wink at him, but instead I just blink. Oh, he he likes that. He's a lizard folk. <laughs> Is it one of those like double winks? Like yeah, one <laughs> eye and the sink. other. <laughs> okay, uh, it's time to go f- to your execution. Bye, bye, hairless dude. <laughs> Sour Amy looks at Gum Gum and says, "I thought you had eight years." <laughs> yeah, I did. It's the end of the eight years. <laughs> <laughs> she looks confused. Oh, sorry to hear. Okay, well, have a good execution. <laughs> I think we're getting executed because we just gave a prisoner hair. Uh, which is apparently another crime here, I think. I would offer to help these guys out, but I we all know how that's going to go. Plus, I don't know if I can trust any of them. Sour Amy seems pretty cool, though. <laughs> you mean the one that's, that admits to stealing candy from children? Yeah, but that's just funny. <laughs> I, I, I can get behind that. <laughs> we have a snitch, a, a, a baby candy stealer, and a, and a hair monger. No, a snitch can rot in his cell. The, the hair stealer, I'm afraid, would yeah. eat my hair in the night. But yeah, he doesn't. He, for the record, he doesn't sell hair. He's not a hair monger. Just he's just a hair enthusiast. Yeah, 
That's so much better. Let's go. We're leaving this room. Bye. All right. You all climb the stairs to a third cell block. This one only has one large and long jail cell to the left. Uh, along the hallway is a small bookcase outside the cell. To the right is a wooden door, and just past it are a pair of iron-barred windows. Is there anybody in the cell? Yeah. Yeah, there's two prisoners in that large jail cell. You know, as you all are walking by, they come up to the bars to consider you all. Hello? <laughs> One of them uh, the f is a female troglodyte, and she speaks up. Hey, where you all going? Uh, you tell us, guard. Oh, uh, they're, they're getting executed. They're very naughty. Mm. When, when, when am I getting out? When are we getting out? Uh, that, that, uh, I don't deal with your paperwork. Hmm. Uh, the other prisoner that came up is a male Kenku and just seems to be staring at, uh, at Kyborg. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking to this guy. We got, we got no business with you, sir. He's like tilts his head to the side. He's just staring at you with his bird eyes. Go, go. No, not interested. Thank you, Kenku guy. Much just looks right at the Kenku and just starts saying, Kyborg is a weenie. Kyborg is a weenie. Kyborg is a weenie. Not this again. Not this. No. The Kenku opens its mouth, but nothing, nothing comes out. Mm. The troglodyte says, oh, Charming Channing's a little shy sometimes. Charming Channing. All these names. So catchy. Almost like they are people from social media who uh, <gasps> who tweet at us uh, or send us stuff. What's a tweet? Sour Amy, named after <laughs> at which, Sour Brune. Which of our fans J. did you make the hair enthusiast? <laughs> named, uh, from Blue J22, Hairless Hutch is Isaac Hutchinson. Uh, Charming Channing uh, from at... Channing Sherman, and you haven't asked yet, but the female troglodyte is Princess Packrat, named after at Rat Princess Art. Love it. <laughs> you uh, we appreciate your patronage to our podcast. Um, you steal candy from children. You, you take people's hair. <laughs> you have a hair obsession, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like and subscribe, buy the merch. I feel bad about the Kenku now. <laughs> Princess Packrat, she's like, yeah, yeah, why don't, you, uh, why don't you just let us out of here? We didn't do anything. I think we should let them out. I mean, we're we're going to execution. Uh, sad face, and Bart does a little like eye tear motion. Uh, so I don't know if you want to be let out, really. I think you guys are safer in there. Just uh, you know, just don't follow us. Executed? What for? This guy uh, ate a baby. This guy ate a <laughs> stone cold killer. Who, who do you point to? Uh, Gum Gum. He ate a baby. That's right. The baby had it coming. A sour patch baby. Princess Packrat turns to Charming Channing and says. Oh, we got to tell Sour Amy about this. <laughs> oh, she knows. We go way back. Do, uh, you met her? Uh, you knew you knew her before on the outside? Yeah, me and Sour Amy were like a pair of lemons, you know. We made lemonade. Oh, God. How <laughs> <laughs> the same The, the, the Kenku opens his mouth and says, We made lemonade. Oh, no. <laughs> Sounds just like gum gum. Can I have some? <laughs> uh, he looks at you, gum gum, and says, Can I have some? Well, I don't have any. I drank it all. Jiro, uh, <laughs> you can have some of this if you want. It's lim It's what all I got to drink. Wh what do you? What do you? I hold up the poop bucket. Both charming Channing and Princess Packrat step back away from the bars. Okay, good. He broke the loop. Yeah, no, uh, we're good. There's a bookshelf in here. Yeah, there is a small bookcase outside of the cell here in this hallway. I'd like to look at it and see what's in it. Yeah, go ahead and make uh, an investigation check. I will gladly click that button, and I will roll a eleven. Ooh. Uh, you know, it's just a few books. There's like Diary of a Wimpy Cobalt, 
Hunger for Names, One Lich, Two Lich, you know, just like kids' books. Mm. There's a table, too? Uh, no. All there is is a small bookcase outside the cell, uh, and then the cell block with uh, the people that you're talking to. The door. And, and then, yeah, and then to the right across from them is a wooden door. Uh, and just past it, there's a couple of iron barred windows. I'd like to look out the window and see what my fearball guys see. You take a look through the windows, make an investigation check. That's a six. Not having a good view, I pick up Bart and point Bart out the window. <laughs> Wee! You don't get a good view because you look, but then you quickly look away from the uh, window because inside you see three Valrossian guards sitting around a table. That's not good. Uh, all right, so there's three Valrossian guards on the other side of this door. What are we going to do? What are they doing around the table? I could only make one person invisible, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe so. Okay. Did you ask what they're doing around the table? Well, I, I was just asking Mud what he Mud, saw. Uh, I, I'll say he saw enough to figure it out. It looks like they are playing cards. Okay, I have a plan. <laughs> Lay it on us, Gun Gun. All right. There's a, there's a sewage pipe burst, and what we'll have to do is cover each other in the poo. No. No. And then we'll run in and explain that there was a horrible sewage accident. And then Mud will be a guard and say he's evacuating the prisoners because there's sewage and not to go in and to run. All right, I actually think Gum Gum's halfway to a good idea. Halfway. What if, uh, since you guys have passes out of trace, I do open the door, but you guys hide behind the door and I let them know about a sewage issue. Maybe less of a sewage thing since I don't think we have sewage, we don't have like toilets or anything, but like I could say like the uh, the, 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 the prisoners are throwing their poo everywhere. Mm. Mm, interesting. I cast Druidcraft while I do it and I cause a horrible stench to actually follow up my claim. I tried to get them to follow me and then we jump them when they come out. Or, or I could cast myself invisible go in and try to see if there's a way to cause a distraction or something to essentially sneak past them. I think just you going in as reconnaissance is not a bad idea. You've got past a trace and you could be invisible. You'd be basically undetectable. Really exactly. quick. I don't think I ever attempted to unlatch our manacles or to lockpick them. Should I try to get Bart's before they go to see if I can help? Let's do it. Sure. Guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Make your uh, sleight of hand check. He's 20. Yes, 25. Oh, maybe uh, the, the practice of unlocking the jail cells has made it easier for you. But yeah, the uh, the manacles uh, pop right open uh, and you're able to free Bart entirely, both uh, his hands and feet. Cool. Most excellent. Can I just try that with everybody? Is that cool? Yeah, it's up to you guys. Yeah, I mean, might as well. It's um, If we yeah. do need to act fast, it's good to not be shackled. All right, I'll do gum gum first. Mud, mud gives some butt slaps to Gabbard. Okay. 22, uh, first try. Okay, yeah, you're able to get the manacles off of gum gum. So all that's left is uh, is yours, Kyborg. Yeah, here we go, here we go. 17 plus five, 22. All right, yeah, so you all are now free from uh, your manacles. And uh, I think you mostly have a plan put to put in place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm casting invisibility on myself as well. I don't know if I mentioned that. 
Okay, yeah, uh, you had mentioned I wasn't sure if you were actually, if that was actually part of the plan. Could we, could we see what the makeup of the room is? Like, if, like, it's a, a room with them playing cards at a table. Is there, like, any other doors along, like, the back walls? Is there any other exits anywhere? Well, if you're invisible now, you can look without fear of them seeing you. You can get a better look at the layout of the room if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, when you look in, you see that there's three Valrossian guards sitting around a large wooden table in the center of the room, and they are playing cards. Uh, like you suspected. It doesn't seem like any of the three of them have any weapons on them. It just seems like they're, you know, really into their card game, uh, playing the cards. You see some spears on a long bench uh, along the southern wall of the room. And it appears there's another door uh, leading out from the other side of the room. So we probably have to get out there. We have to not let them get to those spears. Buddy, you should go deal in. I could be emptying out the poo-poos and then I trip and I fling poo-poo everywhere that we don't want them to go. They'll go the opposite direction. How about this? Mud, who is disguised as a Valrossian, opens the door, just like casually, like nothing's going on, and then maybe gives like a little nod. Bart, who's invisible, will sneak past you, behind you, and do some like reconnaissance in the room and maybe see if the door is open as well. And in the process, if the door is open, take their spears as well, very quietly, and bring them out the door. And when you guys see that's happening, that's when we all make a break for it. I don't think we think through these things. So you're going to have some floating spears But coming. Mud, you'll be keeping their distraction. <laughs> you'll be, you'll yeah, be, you'll able be talking to, to them. You'll be like, hey, guys, whoa, look in over here. And then and maybe the spears will be with, in the background. And he's with Gum Gum, who's talking about poop. And maybe he's talking about, like, he doesn't know what to do with this prisoner who's all obsessed with the poop buckets. You're taking me out to empty the poop buckets? Because they've they've just overflown. Yeah, yeah. And then and in the process, I trip. The poop buckets fly <laughs> everywhere, all over where every anywhere we don't want them to go. So then they'll evacuate away from us, and that's when Kyborg jumps them. All right, let's try this. We have to. We got. We have to do something. So we're gonna do that. So I'm taking Gum Gum in. Uh, Bart's gonna come in and uh, and be invisible. Kaibar is gonna be ready for a uh, ambush. Yeah, but can I get a spear tossed in my direction? Not in a killing me sort of way, but in a here take this so you can fight with it sort of way. Mud puts his hand in. All right, on three, team. One, two, three, go. Go. Boop. <laughs> no, on three. One, two, three. Number two. Number two. <laughs> One, two, three, two. <laughs> One, two, three, two. Is there anything we need to check or do before we, we enact the plan, Gus? Nothing yet stands out, but I think once the plan gets going, then there will be, depending on how things go. Mud uh, uh, loosens up and opens the door. Mud goes to open the door, and it is locked. God dang it. Uh, there is There is actually no handle on it. Mud knocks on the door. Uh, how do you knock? Oh, stop it. <laughs> is this going to be like Inglorious Bastards where it's like, I'm going to knock the wrong way and they're going to be like, that's not how Valrossians yeah. knock. You put up the wrong number three. <laughs> how about Gum Gum knocks? Oh. Okay. Why don't you knock for me? Uh, give, give me an example, Chris, of how Gum Gum's going to knock. Okay, Gum Gum goes up and he goes, knock, 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 knock. I'm here with the poo-poo. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, and, and, and you say that as well? Yeah. You hear uh, some shuffling inside the room, and then uh, you see uh, Valrossian faces at the window looking out uh, in the direction of the door. Who are you? Uh, what's going on here? I've got this prisoner 
he's got some poo that we have to uh, dispose of. Yeah, uh, you're, you're going to need to make a deception check here, uh, Mud. Uh, Mud pats himself on the chest and just like kind of like kind of like clearing his chest, like <laughs> you know, a little bit of that. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so that's fifteen. They look at you, uh, Mud, and then uh, they look over at Gum Gum and say, "Odom said to leave those alone, though." These are full, my dude. You see how full these are? How are we supposed to leave these? They're just going to get more and more overflowed. Do you want these cells to just reek more and more of filth? We have to walk through these cells. I got a sense of smell. You got one? <laughs> truly, truly role-playing. That's what that's what normal people say, right? That's what people say to each other all the time? That's what we all say, so, John, yeah. Okay, okay. I was just checking. It sounded so natural. I believe it. You, you, you made your deception check against me. For those who don't know, uh, John, who plays Mud, does not have a sense of smell. Uh, just a fun little fact. <laughs> I'm role-playing. Let me be in this space. And Gum Gum, you have two buckets of filth, right? Yeah, they're pretty full. Two buckets with four buckets worth of filth. Yeah, that's true. You, you see them turn and confer a little bit with each other. All right, this doesn't seem normal, but okay. And they uh, they open up the door. Uh, hurry, don't spill any of that in here, though. Are the spears still on the, the wall? No, they're uh, they're now holding their spears. Okay. So each of the uh, guards has uh, one of the spears in their hands. Okay. Okay, here's here's the first bucket, and I hand it to one of them and, like, spl- splash it on them. Oh. <laughs> I guess make a dexterity check. Just see, like, if you splash it on them, and they're, they're going to make an opposed dexterity roll to see if they get out of the way. If they can avoid the, the poo. That's an 11. Okay, yeah, you spill it, but uh, the Valrossian is quick to jump out of the way and says, careful with that. I said not to spill it. I'm sorry. He picks up his spear and starts pointing it at you. And then they look at Mud and say, control him. Go take care of that right away. I, yeah, I, I smack him over the head. Oh. Don't, don't do that again. Whatever you do, uh, uh, inmate, do not throw those entire buckets on these three Valrossians standing in front of me. Whatever you do, don't do that. Kyborg is around the corner, just puts his head in his hands. Just, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry I won't do it. That's about how I figured that was going to (laughs) go. How should I clean this up? Go empty those first and then come back and clean this up. All right. Okay. We walk past them a little bit. Are they following us in sight? They're just watching you. They're not like, you know, walking along with you. They're just following you with their eyes. Okay. What's Bart doing during all this? I feel like we should update on what Bart's doing. (laughs) Could I go see very, very slowly and gently if the door on the opposite end is open. You have advantage on stealth checks, plus you have plus 10. Yeah, go ahead and make a a stealth check, but with advantage. Let's say 13 for the first roll. And don't don't forget, you get plus 10 because you also have pass without a trace uh, on you. I rolled 13 for both rolls. All right, so it's a 23. Okay, so I assume that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, No one seems to turn to look at you as you sneak across the room. Uh, and you make your way to the door on the other end of the room, uh, and it appears to be locked. Could I try to pick it? Uh, unfortunately, not without a lock pick, you know, or something similar. But as you're checking the door, you notice one of the guards starts walking along with mud and gum gum toward the door, and they pull out a key from their belt. Okay. Bart stands a little to the side to see how this will play out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just that. <laughs> hiding up against the wall. Yeah, the, uh, the guard pulls out. He has a, a key ring with three different keys on it, and he, like, flips through them, finds uh, the appropriate one, puts it in the door, 
and unlocks it. And he points down the hallway to Gum Gum and Mud and says, do you know where to take it? Absolutely. <laughs> bye, bye, Kyborg. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just like frozen there like, can they leave me? Am I gone? Are they gone? Yeah, now Kyborg's in a party with Sour Amy, Princess <laughs> Tune in to our spinoff podcast where you follow the adventures of Kyborg and his friends. Tales from Sour Amy's jail cell. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to be a, a big assertive fear bog, okay? One of the dudes is at the door. He's got it open. Yeah, and then the other two are by the initial door where you all walked in. Okay. Uh, I grab one of the buckets out of from Gum Gum and chuck it all at those guys on the other side. Oh. Uh, oh, yuck. All right, go ahead and make a dexterity check just because you're kind of Is this the way you saw this going, Gus? Uh, <laughs> um, I, when you honestly, first read I, I had no idea how y'all were going to do this. Ten. Uh, a ten? All right, I'm going to roll for them. They got a 19 and an 18. So uh, you toss the bucket at them, but they're able to step aside and dodge the filth that you toss at them. <laughs> they bring their spears down, point them at you and say, what are you doing? Mud uses poop. It's not very effective. Oh, no. I've seen this in the Outer Lands. Uh, he's, guess- got, <laughs> he's got mad poopy eye. <laughs> Everyone go ahead and roll initiative. <laughs> oh, no. I rolled a 24. 20 for Bart. 12 for John. Uh, solid six. It's my favorite uh, character from Metal Gear. Solid six. <laughs> All right, Kyborg, you're first. You rolled the best initiative, and nobody aside from your party knows that you're there outside the door. The poop has hit the wall. The bucket is uh, rolling around. <laughs> That's a signal. Uh, <laughs> That's a signal. <laughs> uh, what do you want to do? Uh, so I'm in that hallway that's outside of that door. What am I near out in that hallway? There's a bookshelf. Yeah, that bookshelf is there with some uh, some children's books. There's those two windows looking into this guard station. And you're still relatively close to that second set of prisoners that you saw. The male Kenku, the female Troglodyte, Charming Channing, and Princess Packrat. I wonder if I can trust them to help us fight. Princess Packrat hears the commotion and says, Hey, 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 let us out of here. I can I can help you. I'm, I, I, I've got some tricks. And then the Kenku repeats, I've got some tricks. Ah, what the heck? I'm unarmed. I, I don't know what else I can do. I'm going to go help him out. I'm going to go pick the lock. If you don't get this in the first try, it's going to be a complete waste of your advantage. Oh, All right, wow. go go ahead and uh, and make that check. All right. Uh, slide a hand. I shake off my hands. 15 <laughs> plus 5, 20. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you do it. The lock clicks open. <gasps> Thank goodness. I'm Kyborg. I'm here to rescue you. <laughs> Why is your voice like that all of a sudden? You're kind of short for a fighter. It's Luke Skywalker reference. Nice, nice. It's a Luke Skywalker reference. I like Star Wars. Guys, we're playing D&D here. All right, let's keep the nerdiness out of yeah. it. Thank you. This is very serious. I think I've only been in three movies, and in each one I've manipulated a line to make a Star Wars reference. <laughs> the only, the only references we allow here are Muppet references. And Simpsons. Simpsons are okay, too. Princess Packrat says, thanks. Yeah, well, we, we're all going in the same direction, so uh, we'll, we got to work together for at least a little while. And she reaches into a hidden pocket in her pants and pulls out a small wooden flute. Bart, you're up. Oh, God. You're um, invisible. I am invisible. Yeah, and you don't see what Kyborg has done out there. Right. You, you've only seen uh, Mud toss the poop buckets at the Valrossians. So what's the layout of everyone in the room right now? I'm, I think, near that... Uh, locked door at the back. Right, and there's one guard there who was who had unlocked that door. Gum Gum is probably the next closest person to you because he was walking in this direction. 
Okay. Then Mud's just on the other side of him because he grabbed the uh, bucket and then tossed it at the two other Valrossians who are on the other side of the room by the other door. <laughs> are the are those two Valrossians near any of our party members? They are relatively close to Kyborg, but you know he's around the court. You can't quite within five feet. No, he because he okay. went over to the jail cell to to let the other people out. So you don't know that, but he's not within five feet of them. Cast okay, it. Cast it. Could I cast a cloud of daggers over those yeah. two Yeah. <laughs> there it is. I was wondering where you were going with it. I Do like it. that one. Okay. Cast it. That's a 10. I got four, three, two, one. So 10 points of damage? Yep. Out of nowhere, it seems like the daggers just appear. You know, it's familiar to you guys, but it catches the Valrossians purely off guard. Um, and they're, you know, swiping at this cloud of daggers all around them. Uh, and it looks like it's really cut them up severely. They look like they're in terrible shape now. Princess Packrat pats you on the shoulder, Kaibor, and says, thanks, trust me, you won't regret this. And she starts playing a small tune on her flute. You wonder what she's doing, but then you realize that as she's playing, a swarm of rats starts appearing from all kinds of cracks and crevices in the walls. It just seems like a flowing mass of rats. And uh, she points into the guard room and they all run in there. And they begin attacking the two guards who are right by the door in the cloud of daggers. And they start biting at them to see if they're able to hit them. Wow. That was a good call on my part. Oh, so some people can play instruments that summon animals. But. <laughs> <laughs> so the swarm of rats pours into the room and uh, overruns the two Valrossians by the door. And they fall to the ground in the passage. Princess Packrat says to you, see, I told you you wouldn't regret it. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you got out. Charming Chani runs over to the bookshelf and starts grabbing the books that you all saw there before and stashing them under his arms. Interesting. Fair enough. Mud, it's actually your turn. Give me, give me kind of a, a detailed explanation of my relationship to physically uh, in the space to the one that opened the door, the Valrossian you're, the door. You're not too far away from uh, that Valrossian by the door. If I had to say you're probably like 15 feet away, uh, you know, he just kind of uh, moved quickly up to get past you to open up the door before you all got there. Okay. Is he close to the wall? Yeah. The, the room kind of narrows down to that door at that point. So it's like a really tight hallway to get to the door. So he's by two walls. Okay. Mudcast Ice Knife. Ice Knife. The ultimate ice murder knife. weapon. Ice Knife. And rolls a 23 to hit. Oh, that definitely hits. And then 1d10 piercing, which will be uh, 9. Ooh. And then hit or miss. The target must succeed on a dex saving throw. Dex 15. I'm going to roll. Dexterity is... That is a 10, so a fail. 2d6, explodey ice damage. Roll it. So it's 9 damage and then... 2 damage. 11 total. Yeah, the ice knife hits the uh, guard, seems to really injure him, and then it explodes, which finishes him off. He falls down to the ground, incapacitated as well. Everything went according to plan. <laughs> Our diplomatic mission to murder three Valrassians has come into effect. <laughs> Princess Packrat and Charming Channing uh, around the corner to look into the room, and they see the Valrassians all down, and they see Mud still standing there looking about like a Valrassian, but no one seems to be attacking him or engaging him, so they're just kind of eyeing him warily. Hello, I'm Mud. I'm a fearbug. I'm not a Valrassian. This is just really good magic. The Kenku repeats, This is just really good magic. <laughs> so, should we leave the jail? <laughs> yeah, I guess we're out of combat now, yeah? Yeah, yeah it's right. up to you guys. Yeah, combat is over. Can we take the spears? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are three spears in here total. 
spears. I want one. Can we also use the chains that Kyborg unlocked to chain up the guards? Yes. Did we break them or are they still usable? The, the They're usable. You just picked them. I'm adding a spear to my equipment. Wait, so who has the spears? Bart, Kyborg. Kyborg. They have them three do it. And Gum Gum. Okay. Should we go get the other ones, the other guys that are downstairs? Because, I mean, these guys were really helpful. Princess Packrat says, uh, you guys go on ahead. Uh, we're going to find our own way out from here. All right. All right. And before he leaves, Charming Channing walks over to you, Kyborg. And uh, he reaches around in his tail feathers and pulls out a scroll and hands it to you. Thanks, Charming Charlie. I say with, like, some reluctance because I've had bad experiences with Kenkus. <laughs> why, why don't you look at what the scroll is? The Kenku and the Troglodyte leave the room going back in the direction you came from. Okay. Can I look at the scroll? It looks like it's it has arcane writing on it. You can't, you're not quite sure what to make of it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Does anybody else want to take a look at this scroll yeah, that Charlie, I, Charlie gave me? The magic boys look at it. Okay, the magic sure. people. All right, here you go, Gum Gum. I mean, uh, Mud. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that Gum Gum's covered in poop still, so then I give it to Mud. Yeah, yeah. I'm not covered in poop. You, you said you spilled sloshed. some on you, didn't you? You sloshed around. Sp- it no, a I lot. spilled some on them. Oh, was, right, right. Oh, it was what is this poop that you think this is? <laughs> Sloshing around. It was a mixture of poop and pee. You know? I mean, maybe I said me too. I don't remember. You did. They have bad prison food, Bart. Mm, that makes sense. Can I look at the scroll? Mm-hmm. Can you read arcane writing, Mud? Yes. Mud's looking for a new <laughs> item to possess him. Ever since he lost that amulet, he really yeah. just wants to have a curse. Make an arcana check. Well, that's not good either. Uh-oh. About to slap my butt. Oh, it's not going to work anyways. I rolled a four. Ain't no amount of rolling that d4 that's going to help. Mm-mm. No, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's some kind of magic scroll. You're just not sure what spell it is or what it does. Hey, uh, Bart, you know some magic. Any chance you read arcane glyphs? I don't see that in my languages, but could I still try to take a look? It seems like something a bard, a bard would uh, <laughs> would would give a shot. So yeah, why not? Uh, you can make an arcana check on it. My intentional naming of my character to mess you guys up is worth so every time. <laughs> okay, arcana check. Yeah, why not? I got a nineteen. Ooh, you've heard stories of spells like this. It's a it's a spell of silence. Spell of silence, like uh, in what form? Like to silence a person, to... It creates a sphere of silence in an oh, area. Interesting. That could come in handy. I think the, the little lad who can read it should hold on to that scroll in case we need to use it. Yes. Let me uh, just wrap this up here, and he, he wraps it up tight and tucks it into his shorts. <laughs> Is he wearing nice. shorts? I imagine a prison uniform might have uh, shorts of some kind. Or I pants. thought we were all wrapped in like... Oh, we're in like oh, a burlap sack. Yeah. yeah. I would like to imagine that he crafted shorts so that someone else can eat them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> El Barto. So let's go and we leave. Let's get out of here, fellas. What, should we check that room to see if any of our gear... I mean, surely they would have left our gear somewhere in the prison, right? Oh, you all haven't looked around that room. You haven't, like, investigated it or anything. May I? Yeah. Please, Lord. Lord may I? Make an investigation check. Oh, God, someone else roll. That was a three. Uh, Mud's also looking for his stuff and rolls a one. God, I will also look. Bart! 16. We're rolling intelligence, Bart! <laughs> We're rolling intelligence? Gum Gum, you notice everyone's just like staring at their feet. You don't know, you're not sure why. But when you look around the room, you realize that 
There's like a, a pile of coins in the middle of the table where they were playing cards. Oh, neato. Can I pick it up and then see how much it is? Yeah. It's 15 gold pieces, eight silver pieces, and five copper pieces. Okay. I guess I'll split it amongst everyone. I don't think we all can just be holding on to a bunch of loose change, so why don't you just hold on to that little little bag for a little while? Okay. And I, can I also take the cards? Yeah. You have a, a deck of cards. Good choice, good choice. Makes them explode with kinetic energy, like Gambit. Gum 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 rolled uh, sixteen, and that's all he saw. Yeah. Yeah. You know there are like things on the on the guards. Y'all didn't really look at them, but I mean they're wearing like armor and stuff like that. You took their spears. I don't know. I don't know if you want to investigate them any further or not. Uh, I'm less interested in that. I want my stuff. I want my damn badger. <laughs> what about your mushroom? Mushroom. Snake, snake. Should we leave the room? Yeah, I think we leave yeah. the room. Okay. Something stinks. <laughs> nice. Luckily for you guys, before uh, he was incapacitated, the guard did unlock this door for you all, so the door is open. Excuse me. That wasn't luck. That was all according to the plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you enter into a dim, small stone hallway. There's an iron door to your left, a wooden door to your right, and another set of stone steps leading upward. Oh, not options. This is our worst enemy. <laughs> well, it, options are only second to doors. You're right. Guys. Of which there are which, two which are Which are two doors here. Yeah. Man, it's like all uh, the bad things combined into one. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle. I feel like the iron door would either lead to solitary confinement or it would be the armory that they would want to protect and that's why it's made of iron. Uh, Kyberg, you still have your lockpick thingy, right? Heck yeah. You want to try your hand at that, that iron door. There's no there's no Valrassians here. There's nobody here, right? We're alone? No, there's, you don't see anybody here. Can I like look into the door? Is there a window on the door? No. Can I press my ear up to the door and see if I can hear anything on the other end before I open it? Uh, make a perception check. Ooh, actually a plus two on that. And it doesn't matter because it rolled a nine. Eleven. You can't hear anything. Maybe it's because the metal's too thick. Okay. But, you know, or maybe there's no one there. You don't know. You, you just can't hear anything. All right. Can I do my magic awareness to see if I can sense the presence of concentrated magic? Things such as, like, my flower staff. Oh, good call. Wow. Does it work through doors? It's nothing that's behind total cover, but I, I assume yeah, that we can, like, cover. peek through. So, yeah, doors, doors would be total cover, but you don't know what's above the stairs, right? Like whatever is up past the stairs would be uh, not behind total cover. And, and and can we look through like a crack in the door, like underneath the thing? No, this is still considered like total cover. Okay. What are the walls made of? Here it's stone. Mm. Okay, so Gum Gum uh, begins meditating again using his magic awareness and he doesn't pick up a lot, but he does pick up very strong magic emanating from this iron door. And what school does it belong to? It seems to be of the abjuration school. Okay. Okay, so abjuration. That means there's something in that door that's uh, protecting or suppressing magic. So that means that's probably why we couldn't cast magic when we were in the cell. So mm. then if, by that logic, it's probably another cell because someone they might be hiding someone in there. And there yeah. Might be, yeah. Let's try the wooden door. Really quick, really quick. I knock on the door. Dun, 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 dun. And then I wait. Bart goes, dun, dun, because no. he can't, by any <laughs> chance, let a musical uh, chorus go without finishing. 
Yeah. All right, you all complete your your two person knock on the door, and there is no response. Okay, should I open it? Uh, it's, I I'd cast detect magic near the wooden door, which detect magic would be able to go through that wooden door. Okay, let's do that. Spell can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch. Oh, that's why you're asking what the wall was made of. Yeah. One inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood. Three feet of wood. Dirt. Is this a three foot thick door? I don't think so. It is not. Could be. That's a, that's an unnecessary door then. <laughs> Thirty foot range. Uh, yeah, you cast detect magic. How long does it last? For? Uh, up to ten minutes. Okay. Forever. <laughs> and uh, you know, of course, you get you detect the magic on the door, just like Gum Gum said, the 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 metal door that's on the other side of the wall. But you know, as you focus on the wooden door, uh, you can't really get a fix on any other magic coming from that side. There's no magic in the door with the wooden door. There's no ma- I'm gonna do one more try. There's no magic in the room with the wooden door. There you go. The only magic you sense is uh, on the metal door, on the iron door itself. I don't okay. think we open that metal door. So I'm gonna lock pick the wooden door then. I love it. I love yes. it. Yes. Go ahead and make that check. Uh, sleight of hand. Roll to 20 plus 5, 25. 25. Okay, yeah. The lock sounds like it just clicks open for you. Open the door. What's behind door number one? I open it up. You open it up, and it appears to be some kind of pantry or, or kitchen. Okay. Like with food? Can we go in and look? Yeah. You, you look around, and you see there's a wood-fired oven on the east side of the room with a pile of wood logs and a tinderbox nearby. Then along the western wall, there's, like, numerous crates and barrels that look like they're filled with food and drink. Is there any knives? It looks like you see some utensils on one of the countertops. Is there a mud, mud would like to take a bite out of something numbers. What is there? You see in the crates, there's like all different kinds of things. Bread, cheese, fish, wine, ale. Mud takes up some cheese and bread and, and eats it. Does that help okay. Mud feel better? You reach into the crate to grab some of the cheese and bread. And as you do, you see a swarm of rats eating uh, all the food. And uh, when you start reaching in, they all start scurrying away and running around on the floor. Well, that's fine. I like rats. Where's stinking Amy when you need her? Stinking you mean, you mean, Amy. Pa- you mean uh, Pat, Patches, Patty. What was her name? Patty. Princess Piper. Packrat. Princess Packrat. There's rats? Yeah. Well, does, is there like bread and cheese still I can take? Yeah, it's still there. You can still eat it if you want. It's been nibbled out a bit by the rats and there's droppings everywhere. Well, I'm, okay, I'll leave it alone. <laughs> I add the droppings to my bucket. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a cocktail. Gum Gum's like the dirty kid. Yeah. 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 Should we bother with the iron door or should we just go up the stairs? I think we should bother with the iron door. What? Do we have any other spells that we can use to detect what's going on in there? Can you turn into a snake and sneak underneath it? I actually can turn into a snake. Is there, what's the, what's the clearance underneath the door? It's actually really tight. It, there's mm-hmm. barely any clearance. I don't think a snake would be able to, to fit under there. But a spider. What about a swarm of spiders? What about a spider? Oh, spiders. Spiders can get just about anywhere, though. Can I, ter- I can turn into a swarm of spiders. Can I, like, squeeze all my little swarm underneath the door? Sure, why not? All right. Mud turns into a bunch of spiders. You turn into a swarm of spiders, and you, you sneak under the iron door, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So uh, you look around the room as a swarm of spiders, uh, and you see, you know, a few things laying around. There's a desk, a long wooden bench, 
A couple of barrels, a cabinet. It looks like this is probably someone's office. I want to open and I want to look in the barrels. Okay, the swarm of spiders swarms over the barrels. It, it seems to you from your inspection like there's probably oil in them. There's oil in the barrels. And then what was, what was, you said there's barrels, and then was there something else after you said that? Uh, a cabinet. I want to look in a cabinet. Okay, you squeeze yourself into the cabinet as a swarm of spiders, and you see there's a few glass vials with liquids in them. Any chance I know what those liquids are? Make an arcana check. That's a 12. No, you're not quite sure. I'd say one of them is a bubbling green liquid, one of them is a shimmering gray liquid, and the other one seems to be a boiling red liquid. Those all seem safe and fine. (laughs) (laughs) I check the desk. Okay, yeah, the swarm of spiders goes over to the desk. The desk is kind of in the center of the room, and it doesn't have any drawers, but on top of it, there's some papers that are neatly stacked and a stack of coins. Anything written on the papers? The papers have a list of the inmates. Uh, and you see some of the names of the people that you met along the way, on the way here. Sour Amy, Jada J, Hairless Hutch, Charming Channing, Princess Packrat. Mud, go ahead and uh, make me a perception check. Yes, sir. That's a 20. Ooh. 20. Good Lord. You do notice that there are some things on the bench in the office that you haven't investigated yet. What's on the bench? Do you just look at it or you go over there? I don't know. Nah, that's how I got to <laughs> ask. <laughs> No. (laughs) (laughs) I go over to it. You go over to it, and, uh, like, as you get closer, you notice, uh, like, a a shimmering that seems to be calling to you, pulling you closer and closer. (gasps) And you realize that it's the amulet. Your amulet. (gasps) It's sitting on top of the bench, along with a weapon of some kind. It looks like uh, the weapon that Lord Baxter was using at Room of Fume. It looks like a ship's anchor that's been fashioned into a, a pick. Good news, everybody. I found my amulet. We're all saved. Can all the little spiders collectively drag it out of there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, something seems a little off about the western wall of this office. It's a stone wall, but you feel like you, you notice that there's a little piece of metal in the middle of the stone wall that seems to be kind of uh, discreetly uh, attached there. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. Mud is a big fan of our D&D world's version of the movie Clue. So obviously <laughs> knows that if there's a metal thing in the wall, pull at it. We all knew that. Definitely. <laughs> so, uh, it, it doesn't pull out from the wall, but instead it seems to slide parallel along with the wall. Oh. You want to go ahead and slide it, like, off to the side? Yeah, and I want to do I want to do a kickball chain as I slide across with it. Kickball chain? What is that? That's like a dance move, right? It's a dance move. But this is a spider oh, okay. doing this, though. Yes, yes all, the all, spiders 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 all the spiders are doing it. All the spiders are doing it. Terrifying. <laughs> You're doing four of them because they have eight legs, so each of them is. Doing I'm a it with swarm two of legs. spiders, to be exact. So I oh. am a swarm. I am just a whole like line of. The swarm dancers. of spiders turns into one human-shaped swarm of spiders and does the kickball <laughs> chain. Quite coordinated. You slide the little metal tab uh, across the wall, and you realize that it opens up like a little spy hole, so you can see into the next room from it, like a little eye slot. I found the speakeasy. <laughs> or that could be another hole. Another <laughs> hole. Uh, I I cautiously put some of my spiders into the hole to see through it. Not quite sure how I perceive things as a as a swarm of spiders, but let's just say I have I have pointed how I view things towards the hole. You have sufficient spiders in the hole, yeah. which sounds terrifying. <laughs> When, uh, when enough of your spiders get into the slot, you see uh, the warden who you saw earlier, and he's holding a hammer over a bloodied sleet and screaming at him, Who is the leader of your party? Who is it, you decrepit dwarf? Who? Wait, it's Leek. It's Leek talking? No, uh, 
the warden's talking. Right? I know, but is he snitching? <laughs> it's a real concern. I don't know what he'd say. I will 180 <laughs> right now if Sleek says Kyborg. I will change my perspective <laughs> of Sleek if he says Kyborg. Well, people are going to have to find out next week to find oh. out what it is oh. that Sleek is saying on Tales from the Stinky Dragon. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys next time.